I got a lot of polarizing views going on about something. Who? First of you? all, nice car. Looks clean. Thanks, good job. I am doing good so far. I'm living the life, you know? I got a cooler in the back seat. You see my cooler? Yeah. You really live. I got everything large. I need in there. Pandemic. I got everything ready. I need. Pandemic. Yeah, I'm ready. Just, I got my bare minimums. I just filled the, it up with a thing of ice. Every day, this is what I do. I go, I get my cooler, mm-hmm. I fill it up with a bag of ice, I get my, my, my water, I get some, my Diet Cokes. And at the end of the, of the day, I throw a few beers in there for later. You know what I'm saying? Keep them cold. But I got my fizzy waters, I got this, I got that. I got everything I need. Nobody it's, really honestly, thinks nobody really thinks about having a cooler in the back of their car. I kind of think it's the smartest thing to do whether or not you work predominantly in your car or not. Yeah, I'll never not do it again. Oh shit, I just forgot. I got deli meats. Deli meats. I got I stopped at 7-Eleven. I got oh, these are fucking awesome. Rollatini, mozzarella and pepperoni, a little, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And then this one is a mozzarella and a spicy cooked salam. What else are you going to eat for the day? That's all you need. And then, and then I got a little cheddar cheese, 7-Eleven. That's a little deli news for you, a little deli update. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. What, what I'm going to keep these on ice. <laughs> I'm going to uh, keep these on ice. Keep them on ice. Keep them on ice. Yeah. Good job for you. I've been getting a lot. Personally, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm not going anywhere ever again. I think I'm just done. I'm just going to sit in this apartment for the rest of my life. What I am doing is not shaving my mustache, and it's uh, bringing a lot of thoughts from a lot of different people. It's polarizing, let me tell you. It's polarizing. Wow. You're not shaving the stash. How far are we going with the stash? I don't know. If you can see, there, you know, there's a little bit like coming over the lip, and I sort of trimmed that a little bit, but I don't feel the need to shave fully. It's fun to play with, though, let me tell you. But a, a you lot look- of... No, 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 no. I mean, you're starting to look like a 70s porn star. My fiance um, thinks I look somewhere between a porn star and, and like a Nazi, which is not the worst place to be. It's not the best place to be. But I also have, you know, my sister who doesn't enjoy it. I have people who think I've never looked more dashing. Where do you stand on this? Well, when you're measuring from the bottom, anything's an improvement, right? Yeah. You look good. Let me tell you about the two baddest cats in town. They're here to talk about random shit floating around. So grab yourself a drink, baby, if you please. Just shoot the breeze with chafe and cheese. Well, chim chim churu and a ho hum too. Welcome to another rousing, riveting, rip roaring, rip torn, rip band winkle. Wow. Of an episode of Shooting the Breeze with Chafe and Cheese. I'm Chafe. I'm Cheese. And we're shooting the breeze today. Today, baby. Oh, doctor, how you do? Good. We got a guest on today. Another we, guest. Another guest. Another Corona cast. Another pandemic pod. The wonderful, the alluring, the goofball, Jake Keefe will be joining us in two shakes of a lamb's dick. But for now. For now? For now. I feel good, man. Do I you? I tell you. You're the yeah. only one I know I'm, who feels good in this entire fucking time. You're, you're literally living I'm, on another planet. First of all, you're living out of your car. I know. Which is already insane. It's most, true. Most people in that scenario would not be feeling very good, but you are feeling good. Explain yourself. I just, I feel like I'm a little ahead of the curve. I feel like I got my shit in order. I've been getting my shit in order for years now, you know, in case something like this happened. 
And I'm lucky, thank you, whoever above, that I still have a job. I'm, my job is doing very well. I just heard, this will be delayed, but I just heard today that Uber is uh, talking about acquiring Grubhub. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, listen, for what I do, it's fine. I'm okay. And I'm not paying rent, baby. I'm just not paying rent. I'm the OMAD nomad. I eat one meal a day and I'm just traveling around the city, baby. The OMAD nomad, self-proclaimed. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I got to tell you. I think staying inside only exacerbates the hysteria. The fact that Correct. you are out and about, you're able to squash any sort of misery you might be having. If you sat down for, for as long as I have, you'd be feeling yeah. some, you'd be baking some banana breads just like me. Trust me. The longest I sit down is when I'm doing these with you. I, I could be out there earning, but I do this. I do this for the tens and tens, you know? What a kind, Ooh. kind soul. Nobel Prize winning chafe, let me tell you. That's what I do. Unbelievable. Ugh, but I got to tell you, it's trying to you all over. I'm okay. how, I want to just check in. I want to see how my boy's doing. What's going on? You know, the monthly check-in. I guess uh, it's trying. Things, things are, you know, if, we, if we're getting real about it, some days I, I feel like I can conquer the world, but most days I'm doing the bare minimum just to not get fat and just to not get crazy. I think that's all anyone can do at this point. I think that's life in a nutshell. Regardless don't get of fat, pandemic. don't get crazy, and then you die one day, that's it? You have some fun in between, but that's all you need, really. How that's do you have you fun need. in this time? What are you supposed to do that's fun in this time? You walk outside, people are freaking out, they're wearing masks, you, you go to a bluff near a beach, there's 50 people, you get scared, there's nothing to do. Pick up a guitar, baby. I am. Pick up a guitar, paint a painting, you know, you know smell a flower. Smell a flower. I did smell oh, a flower. And you know what the best thing is? The relationship you have with your lady. That's true. That's all you need. You found the one, man. You found the one. That's I the best thing. That. I yeah, am. At least you got that. At least I have that. If I didn't have that, everything would be gone to shit. And you know me. I'd be losing my goddamn mind. Say hi, Steph. Hi. The greatest person. She's waving. She's waving. Hi, Steph. <laughs> she's, she's thrilled to be quarantined with me. Let me tell you. I bet. Oh, boy. Look who it is. He's looking good. His hair's looking good, too, somehow, in this quarantine hey, life. Good for it's you. Crazy. It's crazy. Look it's at this guy. I like it. Well, this hysterical man is an actor. He's an improviser and a sketch performer and a good buddy from the good old Syracuse days. He teaches people how to be funny as well. And he just released a short film that he wrote, produced, and starred in that is absolutely the most prophetic thing I've seen in a while. It makes no sense how he came up with this before the pandemic. It's called This Is How the World Ends. Jake Keep, welcome to the damn show. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you, man. What's going on? How you feeling? Good. You know, uh, trying to stay busy. <laughs> Just, I feel like every time somebody's like, how are you? It's like, good. <sighs> yeah, exactly. I've been trying to find a different way to ask someone how they're doing, but there's no other way than being like, how are you holding up? What's going on? What's, what's, how, you, you okay? Everyone okay? There's no way to yeah. be like gentle about it. But that deep breath, yeah. I think everybody needs to take. But uh, what's, your, what's your quarantine sitch real quick? What do you got going on over there? Uh, I'm with my fiance. My fiance and I are still in New York City. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. How long have you been engaged? 
Uh, we got engaged in January. So uh, it's like four months, something nice. like that, which is good. And we, we were looking at doing a, a wedding next year. Uh, so, you know, we're still trucking on track. along. On track. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. Al, Al when's your wedding going to be? Supposed to be in January. We will see. 2022? 2021. 2021. Okay. I can, have you guys put down deposits and all that stuff? Are you all like. We put in? down deposits, but we have, we have uh, you know, little clauses being like, if coronavirus happens. So we're, we're covered. We're good. We're good. But we're hopeful. Oh, good. We're hopeful. Uh, maybe, maybe falsely hopeful, but we're hopeful. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, your hair looks good. I don't, did you cut it at all? Because somehow. Mm. No, not yet. My fiance wants to cut it. She's very excited to do that. Just I've give just me a little of, brief pull of the sideburns. How are those sideburns? Oh, buddy, it's... You're not, it's even, you're not even Jewish and you're getting the payest look. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> oh, my. No, I am Jewish. I was raised, uh, I was raised Jewish. Jewish. Are you fully Jewish? My mom is, so according to Judaism, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the law. Yeah. yeah, I had a bar mitzvah and... Uh, now I'm more Buddhist than uh, Jewish, but uh, yeah, I was raised raised Jewish. Yeah, we're gonna talk about your Buddhism now. I, when did that happen? <laughs> uh, man, probably like four years ago. And then I started like really meditating and doing all that sort of stuff probably like two years ago, three years ago. Um, it was uh, through Danny, Danny Skinner. Danny Skinner gave me a book and uh, I was like, all right, let me read this. And then I was like, oh, what a beautiful like way of life. Let me get like deep into that. And then uh, as you mentioned, I, I do a lot of improv. And so one day I finally was like, oh, these are the same thing. And, and so that's how I, I mainly teach improv using principles of Buddhism and meditation. Wow. Interesting. That sounds now, fantastic. So go ahead. Go ahead. I have a question. I, I dabble in Buddhism as well. I've, I've read a many a, 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 a primer on Buddhism, if you will. Um, what, what is the threshold? Because I practice meditation too. Like where, I don't call myself a Buddhist, but where is the threshold with which you have to cross in order to be a Buddhist? Uh, I think a Buddhist would say there is no threshold. <laughs> I think it's, it's That's the, the most, most like, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the most like existential religion where it's just like, yeah, if you're a Buddhist on Wednesday, you're Buddhist, and then on Thursday, you're something else. And you know, you're something else on Thursday. <laughs> That's a nice way to be. I could, I could get down with that. As this is Jew, why I love Buddhism. I'm thinking about, I've been thinking about converting for a long time, just being like the only thing, the only thing that makes sense to me in this world for religion, if you want to call it a religion, would you call it a religion or would you call it a way of life? Zen is more the way of life. And that's more like, you know, you just exist. Buddhism is a little bit, it does. Their book of the dead, man, is, it gets a little bit crazy. It gets a little, <laughs> it's a little nuts. Wow. So how do you combine, I mean, I guess improv is all about, you know, staying in the moment, connecting with the other person and kind of feeding off of that. Is that similar to the basic principles of Buddhism and you just combine the two? Yeah. It's just about like presence and like being and uh, how do you get out of your head um, for both of them, right? Zen and Buddhism is all about how do you uh, just exist and be, um, there's this gorgeous uh, metaphor uh yeah that's the word um there's this monk named suzuki who uh lizzie ingram recommended his book shout out yeah, to lizzie ingram ago. shout out uh, one of the best 
Zen Mind, Beginner Mind. Uh, great, great book. And uh, there's a metaphor where he talks about how a waterfall, uh, the droplets of water can never understand uh, that they're a part of this like bigger thing. So the goal in life is to just accept being a drop of water and not worry about where you are in the waterfall or that you're a part of the waterfall or anything like that. So same thing in a scene in improv. It's like, you can't ever be like, I'm making 15 to 20 minutes of comedy. You need to be like, cool, I am the next line that comes out of my mouth and that's all I can be. Wow, do you find that, uh, do you find that you become a better improviser, a better teacher and a better person because of, because of this or, or one of, uh, the, of the three? I think I've always been just a top, top shelf person. Um, so no, it's, it's calmed me down a lot. Um, it's definitely been very helpful for, uh, like anxiety and stress, especially now, um, as a teacher. Yes. Cause now I'm able to deal with, uh, uh, cause sometimes, cause you know, I'm on the younger side as an educator. And so sometimes I will have people that are just like, you punk kid, you don't know anything. And I gotta be like, cool, I understand, and I uh, hear your opinion, and uh, here's why I disagree with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great, man. That's great. Speaking of being Buddhist and Zen, let's talk about how the world ends. This is how the oh world my. ends. This is how the world ends. So you created this short film. When did you, when did you start writing this bad boy? Um, so I actually, I wrote it as a feature about three years ago. I started writing it, um, and then I got caught up. I was doing a play um, called Puffs, which was a big Harry Potter play. And um, I got busy with that show. I got very busy. Nice. And uh, then probably about a year ago, um, I saw this short film called Thunder Road. I don't know if you guys have heard of Thunder yes. Road. Yes, fantastic. I read an interview with the creator and uh, he was like, just create just create whatever you can with what you have. And so I had this feature and I was like, I can cut this down to, you know, 15 pages and everything takes place. All the like end of the world stuff takes place off screen. Um, so I was like, great, I'll just, we can film this in a house in an apartment. And it still was a process, but. Yeah, uh, I have made a short film. It is not an easy, easy thing to do, but you, I, I haven't heard the word pandemic until we were in a pandemic. What, like, how did you come up with the concept for creating a thing about a pandemic ending the world? And then a year later, here we are, which is insane. But how did you come up with that idea? And, and yeah, where did it spawn from? Um, so it spawns from this thing of like, um, you know, what is the, the, the main takeaway of it is like, despite the period at the end of the sentence, like every word is important. Um, and so it sort of came out of that idea of like, how do you live and move forward in a world where the whole goal was death? Um, and so it initially started as a much bigger project and it's much more than just a virus. Um, but uh, again, obviously budget constrictions made me be like, all right, well, uh, let's not worry about uh, the, other, the other aspects that would end the world. Um, so it really came out of this idea of, of grief, right? And like, how do you expect, how, how do you live in a world where everybody is experiencing grief at the same exact time? Um, and then I was like, oh, well, you just kill people on a mass level. And then <laughs> what, what does that? And then here we are. Here we, here are. we are. So do you yeah. think, do you think uh, this might be a little too deep of a question, but do you think that this is going to be good for the movie 
in terms of people watching it? Do people relate to it more? I mean, I know I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is actually happening right now. How did he do this? How did he know? Um, so that's, that's one aspect of, and I'm sure other people are like, I don't know if I can watch this right now even because it's so real, but that's also kind of amazing about it. Do you think it's going to yeah. be good for the movie ultimately? I don't know. Um, I think it's definitely gotten a lot more organic traction than it would have um, without all this stuff happening, but it's also made it that much harder to publicize it. Um, cause like any blog or, you know, website that I've reached out to, um, have been very gracious and been like, oh, we watched it and we loved it. But unfortunately this is too, uh, too much right now. And like, we don't want to put this, um, out in the world. And like a bunch of the film festivals that I'm sending it to got canceled this year because of it. Right. So I don't know if they're going to be like, yeah, let's like stick it to the virus by showing virus films or they're going to be like no we don't want that yeah um yeah who knows <laughs> i mean knows? ultimately there's like a great connection and a great sort of like release at the end of the film not to give it away but like it is ultimately a positive ending um which i with think with some very dark humor along the way but yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah. which i mean how could it not how could it not hey it's jake keith and it's a pandemic so makes sense to me <laughs> yeah oh man well, that's, that's really exciting. So, so what's next for you? What, what are you working on now in this, in this crazy time? Um, well, I am in pre-production on another short, um, which is uh, on hold uh, <laughs> right now. Um, we were in pre-production, my team and I, for a couple of weeks, and we had some real great actors lined up and all this other stuff, uh, but that's on hold. Um, so I'm just trying to write a lot of stuff and I'm in the middle of working on something that who knows what it's going to be, but it's coming, which is good. <laughs> it's the yeah. first time where I've started writing and my brain is like, yeah, let's keep doing this. Um, and then I'm working on, uh, an animated thing. Uh, that's like a noir detective story with dogs. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I was just like, let's just do something weird and silly and see what happens with it. Um, <laughs> which is fun. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Where can we find this short? Where can we find it? Uh, if you go to YouTube, uh, you search Jake Keefe Comedy, you can find all my stuff. My short film's up there, a couple of sketches. Um, yeah. And then there's going to be a song. I'm releasing a song at some point soon. That's uh, very, very fun and weird, weird stuff. May, may I ask what genre of uh, song? Um, it's, it's a talking heads uh, type of song. Oh, uh, okay. so In the vein of, you know, uh, all that stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. Well, thanks for coming on. We will definitely give you a shout all over the internet. Uh, check out the film. It is hilarious and dark, but really, really beautiful and really well shot. And uh, you did a great job, man. Yeah, right, it's beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Yep. Yep. yep oh, my yep. God. What a guy. What a mensch. We've done it again. We've done it again. Shout out to yeah. Jake Keefe. For coming on the pod, thanks for sharing with us. He's a funny, funny lad. Check out his film. It is a divine, divine, kind of prophetic, kind of goofy play on what's happening now. This is how the world ends. Give it a go. I'll throw yeah. a ticker underneath of where you can find it again. Enjoying That's the ticker. beautiful. You guys enjoying the ticker? Let us know if you're enjoying the ticker. We might as well be CNBC, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're really stepping up our game. All right, well, I'm done. All right. Uh, good night. Good luck.
Good eve. Good day. Good morning. Hashtag Jave and Cheese. Hashtag STB Podcast. Hashtag Tell Your Grandma. Hey!